Welcome to this week's edition of Taiwan Talk. I'm Hope Go. The Forward Alliance is one of Taiwan's best-known think tanks, but its most high-profile work involves holding weekly crisis response workshops with active-duty firefighters and paramedics, so that citizens can provide a community emergency response in the event of a man-made or natural emergency. The organization is the brainchild of its director Enoch Wu, who has made it his mission to raise awareness for the need to be better prepared for threats that lie ahead. For this work, he was named one of Time Magazine's 100 Next for 2022, a title given to emerging leaders seen to be shaping the future and defining the next generation of leadership. Wu spoke to us about what inspired him to give up a financially rewarding career in exchange for life as a budding politician and then in a nonprofit. I was in Hong Kong from 2003 to 2013.、Uh, that was my first job in in finance for a fresh grad. It was a job that let me see how the how the world worked, and、uh, to see Hong Kong's change soon after the handover in 2013 is when I came back to Taiwan.、Uh, I saw in Hong Kong where capital was moving, where talent was moving, and it was decidedly moving away from Taiwan. And as a Taiwanese, I thought that was just so unfortunate because we had so many things going for us. We have all the right ingredients to be much better than 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 when we were, and I wanted to come back and see, you know, what one more person could do to help make a difference. And、uh, and public service,、uh, coming from my family background, was always always something that、uh, you know, if you had the chance, this is something you 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 should dive in head first、uh, doing. And in 2013, I I came home, came back to Taiwan, and started. Looking at all the missing pieces in making making this place better, making this place safer. As I surveyed the entire field of public policy, what I saw was folks were interested in education as they should, folks were interested in the economy as they should, but there was one area where folks needed more to pay more attention, and it really is you know one of Taiwan's biggest challenge of this generation, and it's defense, it's national security. It wasn't because I grew up as a.、Uh, Military fan is not because I grew up dreaming to become a soldier, but this was an area where we needed more people, more outside voices, more fresh perspectives、uh, to to take part in. It's part of democracy that citizens need to understand、uh, all types of policy, whether it's education, healthcare, or or, or security, and and that's a fight that we're still in right now、uh, because you know, understandably, every new democracy takes time. To mature, to transition, but we're short on time. We're facing an adversary that is acting with a tremendous sense of urgency, and、uh, and we should all be alarmed, and we should all be better prepared. But that, that doesn't mean we we need to be running around panicking that、uh, disaster might strike tomorrow. But we just need to raise our level of personal preparedness, our level of community preparedness, and and our resilience as a country. Well, the government's job, our job as advocates, is to say, to recognize and to be clear-eyed about what's going on around the world, and also to put forward a solution. Right. So, what do we do, and how can we continue living our lives, going about our business, continue to improve Taiwan、uh, in face of this threat? Right. And we have to be better prepared. How do we do that? Well, the government has its job. The government has its job. The military has its work cut out for it. But also civil society, the rest of us、uh, have got to step up as well.、Uh, Taiwan has close to 24 million people, only one percent of which are the military, the police, and firefighters. 
So what about the other 99% of us, right? We absolutely have a role because one day, if we were to face a major crisis, uh, whether it's the next 7.0 earthquake or a worst case military invasion, we know we can't rely on just the 1% to do everything for us. We shouldn't and we cannot. And so the work we're doing at Ford Alliance is to provide the training for citizens to provide crisis response training so communities have the confidence and the ability uh, coupled with the will to protect their communities and to protect their loved ones. Uh, it, it means everything from trauma first aid to search and rescue to communication to managing shelters uh, to managing the security of your neighborhood. Right? All these things pieced together form a more resilient community and all these things pieced together it means that we can develop our most professional resources, our limited resources, to the areas that are most in need. It's the idea that civil society will have to work with the government. There has to be a public and private partnership to make Taiwan more resilient. One of the tools of repression that the old government used in China and bleeding into early Taiwan was weaponizing civil society. There is still a trauma. How do you get past that early trauma that the Taiwanese have of banding together, potentially working against each other. I take a slightly different perspective. When I think back to the martial law days uh, growing up, when my dad started taking me with him uh, to attend street protests, you know, I, I think about Taiwan's progress as a society, and every step along the way, everything we accomplished was a result of citizens taking actions citizens getting involved together, taking the street to demand a vote, taking to the street to demand a more liberal society, legalizing same-sex marriage, saying no to a dangerous trade pact with China. Everything we accomplished to date happened not because of the government, but because of citizens deciding to care, deciding to take action, deciding that this is our country and public servants work for us. And so uh, that's what I see in Taiwan's modern history. And I think that really is the source of Taiwan's strength. Is there a compelling childhood memory that you have that pointed you in this direction? Around the dinner table growing up, all we heard, all I heard, all my sister heard, were stories of what uh, my, my parents' cohorts were doing uh, throughout the 80s and 90s to help democratize Taiwan. Uh, we heard uh, debates and conversations about where we could do better as a society, what else needed to be changed. Uh, and much more than these dinner conversations, it's actually being on site, being on the ground. My first demonstration happened when I was 9 or 10 uh, back then, there was a protest against the military's involvement in the executive branch. Not long after, uh, the government pushed through, without much public consultation, the plan to build a fourth nuclear plant. And again, there I saw uh, uncles and aunties uh, take to the streets. I saw them um, collecting signatures uh, from 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 just from citizens from people on the street one by one, uh, petitioning for a referendum, right? Uh, the referendum for a nuclear plant. 
the point wasn't nuclear energy on its own is good or bad. The point was that a decision so big, so consequential to our future, had to be decided by the people. You know, as a, by then, as a, gosh, you know, <laughs> probably in seventh grade, mm-hmm. going, again, from street corner to street corner, actually helping to collect these signatures and being turned away by adults who said, you know, even in the early 90s, adults who said, you know, it's dangerous to sign these things. Taiwan's democratization changed, took place so quickly. The final stage happened so fast, but obviously, you know, you know, we had waves and waves of democratic movements uh, from from even during the Japanese uh, colonial era um, to the post World War era uh, to finally the Dawai Shichi seventies and eighties, and finally, uh, finally the the regime gave in. All that change happened from you know within a ten year span, right? The uh, formation of Parties other than the Kuomintang, right to the first uh, direct presidential election, uh, and to na- now we're you know three or four uh, transitions later. Here we are uh, facing a different challenge, a much more formidable challenge, uh, and that is the existence of this nation, right? This young democracy, and what we see on a daily basis is. Is that you know citizens are tuned in. Citizens are aware that there is this threat. What people didn't know was what we as individuals could do to help make a difference. And 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 what we're providing here, I think, is is one way that we can we can all take part uh, in first, you know, keeping our loved ones safe, right? And then, but and then beyond that, uh, supporting our communities and and supporting our, our our young nation. You are listening to Enoch Wu, director of the Forward Alliance, and that does it for this edition of Taiwan Talk. Do join us again next time. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>